0: comment and share. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, folks. It's V the Grill Economist coming to you live on this edition of Rogue News in the Morning with my main man, CJ, working the airwaves and making sure the broadcast is coming out. crispy and clean. You know what I mean? Check us out, roguenews.com, the nexus point, the jump-off point for all things geopolitical, strategic, geoeconomic. Check us out over there, and also check out our paid sponsors, mycbededibles.com, mycbededibles.com for all your CBD edible goodness. See do have any new products with CBD edibles, bro?
1: Yeah, yeah. So some edibles is uh, finished up. We get all the testing back Ooh. and we're getting those loaded into the e-commerce system as we speak. So hopefully here in the next couple of days, we're going to be launching those. We're going to be doing a promo code exclusive for rogue listeners. So keep it tuned right here and we will get you that code
0: out just as soon as we get those
1: loaded absolutely
0: absolutely and folks again uh make sure you pay attention to roguenews.com we're doing some major updates in the background so there's going to be some really exclusive content uh we're putting together a writing team so there's going to be some really exclusive articles that are going to be written and uh and whatnot so it's going to be exciting it's going to be exciting and with that being said siege what is on the radar for you this morning my friend well, I mean, I don't think we can avoid the topic that to, you know, in
1: regards to the uh, the the price action and the cryptos, and you know, it looks like gold's taking a little bit of balance. I haven't even paid attention. Um, so what's what's
0: going on with crypto? I
1: think Bitcoin broke fifty k, <laughs> which is always kind of the market driver, right? So yeah, yeah, you know, Bitcoin it's leads balancing. the way. It has a tendency to pull pull the market up with it
0: when that happens. So we'll see. Well, if it hits about fifty one, if it hits fifty one thousand. Okay, here's the way their algos work. I'm going to give you guys a little bit of secret sauce. I've been following this thing for the last several years, and if you look at these major points, okay, they work on the entire institutions that are working in the crypto markets right now, and I told you guys many, 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 many times over, the way they're manipulating the price on Bitcoin is wash trading. Okay, what is wash trading? Well, wash trading is when an ext- when, a, when an institution, a major player, has control of wallets on one side of the aisle and also controls the other side of the aisle. So what he simply does is move coin from one wallet he controls to another wallet he controls. He does that often enough or frequent enough and as well as put out some news out there because of his media lackeys, right? Then all of a sudden you got a price move. That price move could either move up or down depending on what they want to do. Okay, if it goes down, people freak out. They sell their Bitcoin. They want to cash out because people cash out when it's low. They don't cash out when it's high. All right. So here's the deal: the algo that they use is called a 38. Okay, if we break 51, then we're going to go to 53. If we break 53, then we're going to go to 58. If we break 58, the next stop off is going to be 53. Uh, is going to be 63. Is going to be the breaking point. And then if it breaks 63, it's going to go to 68. 38, 38, 38. That's the way the algo works. On BTC, so I'm giving you guys a little bit of inside information in terms of how the institutions are doing it. Okay, every single point on the way up, it's fifty-three. It's, a, it's always a three or an eight. All right, so the next breaking point, the next ceiling, is going to be fifty-three. And if it breaks fifty, if it breaks fifty-one, we're going to go to fifty-three. Okay, but if it doesn't break fifty, uh, um, uh, if it doesn't break fifty-one, then we're going to stay at forty-eight. We're gonna be bouncing around at forty eight, and if you can take the 3.8 algo and run it all the way back for the last year or so, you'll see the damn thing happen all the time. You can retrace it; it's it's on point. Uh, happens all the time. Okay, so that's that's what they're doing. So you guys can use that to track your own um, cryptos and seeing how the whole entire thing goes. Good to know. Yeah, absolutely, man. So that's good. You know, it's uh, you know, I I think they're gonna take it up to sixty three. My personal view. Uh, you know, I predicted a. Fifty three, um, oh, dude. I I even had old old uh, messages that I've sent to uh to, to uh, some of my top end clients over here. I'll even pull it up. Uh, uh oh, hold on. Where, where is it? This is this is interesting. I wish I could do a screen share here. Um, oh, there we go. Okay, hold on. Here it is. So, all right, here we go. Uh, all right. Uh, okay, so. Okay, so yeah, here it is. I'm I'm actually predicting uh, a fifty three thousand BTC price point by fall. So that's how it is. There, I'm trying to pull this up. Anyway, I can't find the damn thing. But anyway, yeah. So it's that, that's what I'm expecting fifty three thousand by uh, mid September to early August i mean, uh, early October, excuse me. This is a 53,000 uh, price point for BTC. It's going to pull some up. I think they're going to take it up to uh, about 63, 65. Uh, then you're going to see another beat down back to 58. And then it's going to retrace back to 71,000 to 73,000. You know, that's the way it looks. But it is what it is, man. Chaos is erupting everywhere. Siege, what, what else is going on in the world? Well, I tell you, you know, again, this, this is something that's very significant.
1: And that's the fact that the FDA just granted full approval for Pfizer's uh, jab. And again, I think that the the title of this article kind of nails it, which will uh, clear the path for more ma- vaccine uh, mandates. Uh, as if as if it wasn't enough already. Uh, so when everyone needs to be aware of this, they will use that information. Obviously, there was a, a significant disclaimer, and a lot of uh, you know either municipalities, healthcare providers, some not necessarily health providers, education, some were a little bit hesitant in terms of mandating. And primarily because it was had that emerg- emergency use authorization. But now that that's cleared, V, this will pave the way again for for more mandates. It will clear the way for uh, further uh, skewed studies that will eventually lead to them saying <laughs> that, hey, Great we studies. need... To- <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> paid studies, paid studies <laughs> that the outcome is paid for and determined before the clinical studies start. Of course. But obviously, you know, again, the, I think that the end game for this is really to, to start putting this in, in, in young kids, you know, right. I'm sure at some point
0: they'll say, well, they needed a birth. They, they, they need to have this as soon as they, they come out of the birth and, you know, it will add to oh, the list. This, the, it's going to be on that list. There's no doubt about it, man. It, it, it's going to be on that list as, as, as soon as, Kid. This is what they want, you know. The constant p- poking and prodding of the population is exactly what they want. So really I think they actually gave it. They actually named the product now. Siege. They actually named it. Did What's you, that? The, f- f- the 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 Pfizer one. They, they oh, the Biotech. It. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not Biotech. It's uh It's called something else. It starts with an A. A crew, a, a crudy or something. A oh, okay. Some I'm weird sure name. You know these? It. You can, you can They spun oh. it right, right. Yeah yeah exactly correct man anyway
1: unreal and unreal. again we, we we cannot forget V, who who paved the way for for all this and um i'm not sure you know he got a little bit of blowback at the his you know his big event you know he's out there you know raising money for the rnc and he's giving advice to everyone and and uh, i don't think he got as many boos as they they thought i, I think it, you know people three to days less than nine months And it's great. And you know what? I believe totally in your freedoms. I do. You got to do what you have to do. But I recommend take the vaccines. I did it. It's good. Take the vaccines. But you got, no, that's okay. That's all right. You got your freedoms. He's like mocking. He doesn't mean that in regards to freedom. He doesn't know know what freedom means. You'll be the first to know, okay? I'll call up Alabama. I'll say, hey, you know what? But it is working. But uh you do have your freedoms. You have to keep you have to maintain that. You have to maintain that. And
0: you gotta get your kids back to school.
1: It's three days less than nine months.
0: There you hear it, me. Get your <laughs> jab. Unreal. Unreal. Go get it. Yeah. Go get her done. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Anyway, man, we just have uh the Quagmire, the fiasco, the cauldron that is Afghanistan. It's pretty. It's pretty interesting, right? This morning, I've been watching CGT, uh, CGTN. I've been watching RT. I've been watching uh, various other international news agencies, Times of India, um, hell, even Pakistan news agencies. I've seen uh, Singaporean news agencies. I've looked at, and they've had reporter siege. They have reporters on the ground in Kabul, the capital and the images in the video that is coming out is it's completely quiet it's normal it's back to business as usual it's not a big deal but there's only one place where there seems to be a great deal of chaos and the western media giving the opposite spin of what is happening you know you think the whole country's you know devolving into a into an absolute mayhem but we hear this morning at the airport which is the center point of the of the chaos uh, of the, the, the insanity that is happening, we have reports of a, a firefight. See, do you have any uh, updates on this firefight? Any details? Well, apparently there were a few people, I think they said seven or eight, that were, were killed uh, You know,
1: during this event. And, and again, we know that there's a major concern as to what the administration is willing to do in terms of getting military, you know, further involved. And what I mean by further involved is actually going out on any type of potential uh, rescue missions, right? If there's people who are not able uh, to make it uh, to the airport, which, you know, one time Biden said that it was completely safe, that, you know, that they had reached this agreement with the Taliban to head to the airport. You could catch a flight, you know, free. You don't have to pay the State Department like they were requesting the $2,000 originally. Can you believe
0: that? (laughs) <laughs> they want. They were going to charge people two thousand dollars for an individual and ten thousand dollars for a family to fly out of a war zone and the disaster that these morons have created. I mean, the gall! It's incredible. <laughs> it's, and then they scrapped it because they knew the optics was going to be bad. See, I just sent you a link. Just pull that up and throw it on the screen real quick. And this is a. Uh, this is this is like. Right now, happening downtown. There it is. Look at that.
1: Get them beauty shops. Forget getting yeah. those eyelashes done. You ain't needing
0: that. Nope. <sighs> All right. So you see the uh, things are are kind of getting back to normal. So the the issue becomes okay. The the what they're trying to spend. There's a couple of of uh, fronts here. Okay. This morning, there was a report that there have been movements of, of Taliban troops heading to the Panjshir Valley. And, folks, if you remember, like, last week, I told you, okay, last week I told you that in the Panjshir Valley you had a a, a kid who is the Guan Guaido of Afghanistan, which is uh, Ahmed Masood, okay? Ahmed Masood is the son of Ahmed Shah Masood. Ahmed Shah Massoud is the famous Mujahideen fighter, absolute legend in who he was. An amazing figure. He's the one who originally fought the uh, Taliban. He was part of the, uh, of the Northern Alliance. And the Northern Alliance is, is, is made of Haziris and Uzbeks and Tajiks. They're all you know together, the various different tar- tribal elements and whatnot. And the, and the Taliban have pretty much 100% ethnically Pashtun. So, when Ahmed Shah Massoud was killed two days before 9 11 happened, and now out of nowhere, and I told you guys this last week, you had his son Ahmed Massoud, just call him Junior, right? Yeah, Junior not only pop up out of nowhere as the new rebel, newly minted rebel commander. Okay, and again, this, is, this has CIA fingerprints all over it. Okay. So you have Ahmed Shah, uh, Ahmed Massoud Jr. popping up out of nowhere. They give this kid, okay, who has no reputation apart from, you know, living under the shadow of his father, right? This kid who's been handled by, uh, I forgot what the guy uh, Lord William Levy of, 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 you know, this guy who's like a, a straight up uh, MI5, MI6 um, uh, asset who groomed this kid to become, hey, and filled his head with nonsense, saying, "Hey, you know what? you're going to be the next ruler of Afghanistan." So you have this kid literally acting as the new ruler or the interim president of Afghanistan. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous, right? So he's been in the Panjwai Valley, and all of a sudden they give him a, a a Washington Post article. He's writing articles on Washington Post. I mean, you got to, I mean, you got to see how this is being played out, folks. And, and in the Washington Post article, the, guy, the kid was literally saying, hey, you know what, we have weapons, we have supplies, we have money, we have everything we need, we need your support, literally calling out support from the West to come support the, uh, the new Northern Alliance to go ahead and crush the Taliban and start the resistance and this, that, and the other. this is a huge ploy. It's a huge ploy because the bloated bureaucracy that is much of what, I- of, uh, of what America's intelligence agencies are get a great deal of their off the books black projects and black operations uh, funding directly from the opium trade. Now watch this. This morning was reported that there's been a massive movement of Taliban heading into the Panjshir Valley to finally take out Ahmed Massoud. Okay, to finally crush the Northern Alliance. And this is significant because if you know anything about the Panjshir Valley it is a natural fort. It is a very, very difficult piece of territory to conquer, right? There's one way in, and there's one way out, and there's a valley with mountains all around, okay? It's literally anybody comes up there with any sort of mechanized force, it becomes a shooting gallery, okay? So the Taliban are heading over there to deal with Massoud, right? I predict that Massoud will probably be taken out, most likely by a drone strike. Okay, watch how that how that plays out. That's number one. Number two, a lot of the the Western nations in the unipolar world that have literally failed miserably in the world in terms of their global splunking on perpetual war and perpetual conflicts, right? They have literally lost all ground here. And I'll tell you why. It's not going to work out well for them. It's not going to work out well for them in the sense that they have no clear strategic advantage topographically from anywhere. That's number one. Number two, many nations, not only just China and Russia, who have come forward and said, hey, you know what, we're we're willing to work with the Taliban. We're we're waiting to see what happens. We want a stable, you know, Afghanistan. But now, as of this morning, there are delegates from India that are doing the same thing. They're reaching out to the Taliban government, right, that is in Afghanistan. Pakistan is doing it. India is doing it, okay? Uh, there are ca- countries in northern Africa that are already reaching out. Middle East has already reached out. So the recognition that, the, you know, that, that Biden says, they want to be recognized, they want to be as legitimate, oh, we don't know if the world is going to take them as legitimate – the insolvent broke West doesn't have to take them as legitimate because the insolvent broke West doesn't see anybody as legitimate except themselves. But what is happening is that many nations around the world are already starting to recognize them as the legitimate sitting power in Afghanistan. Why? Why is this? Well, folks, there's... Oh, my God. These, these numbers keep moving. Okay, And I've said this years ago, and I'll say it again. There's 29 trillion that we know of Okay, of mineral wealth in terms of strategic metals, rare earth uh, minerals and whatnot that are in the ground in Afghanistan. Three trillion in copper that we know of over close to five trillion in lithium, which is very, very vital for the electrification. Right. The third thing, there's also uh, cadmium, there's nickel, there's uranium. There's even talks of potential platinum, and platinum is very vital. Platinum, rhodium, uh, pal- uh, palladium—these are vital metals, especially if you're talking about cold fusion. Okay, these things are all in the ground in Afghanistan. All right, so this is the what this whole entire conflict is about. So exceptional stand, okay? The U.S. deep state, okay, as as, as many would call it are trying desperately to create as much chaos on the way out. And, Siege, this reports of firefights, this, that, and the other, it's going to be interesting because I'm looking at this, this mass of people that are being concentrated directly at the Kabul airport. And, you know, the propensity, the potentiality for something to go sideways increases tenfold when you have a situation like this, Siege.
1: Yeah, I mean, everyone at this point has their own agenda, right? I mean... Uh, you know, if they if the military industrial complex, the the, the neocons uh, can leverage and to put forth again the image that the the the, the Taliban, that ISIS, again, is a huge threat in Afghanistan. Uh, you know, we I think that they will try to push at some point to say, you know, why why aren't we sending more troops? Why aren't we why aren't we doing something more? Um, and. The, i think it's 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 very obvious and i'm not sure if everyone caught on to this but kind of like as i said last week that the uh, dying legacy media was really you know on a tear um uh criticizing uh biden uh, even at the point where uh he was confronted during a, a uh, one of his pr press which are very brief to begin with he only takes like two questions and he was specifically asked in regards to his his poll numbers and he kind of chuckled and and laughed it off i and I, I specifically went this this weekend and watched uh additional this is from nbc news and and meet the press and they went you know full after and i think that this needs to be a reflection to remind everyone is that you know that's for the most part like who our media lines up with is the the military industrial complex and they will continue pushing forth that narrative and they really don't care who's in office uh during that time but anytime there's any type of effort for any type of de-escalation to bring our troops home to not militarily get involved. They go on the tear. And, and, you know, again, I don't think Biden can recover from this. I, I, I truly don't because every bit of the key mistakes that were made, it was on his watch. He continues to lie to the American public in regards to truly what's happening there. He continues to make excuses, Uh, really no clear plan at all as to how to get back to this. And I think that the American people are seeing through that. However, You have to be mindful that the media will leverage us to, you know, to really align with the neocons, to align with the military industrial complex, to find a way to re-engage. And we potentially could be witnessing that a revamped effort on the war on terror V. Yep.
0: Hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. All the while, while this is happening, you have the one and only our vaunted vice president, somebody who has achieved so much in her life. Is on our way to Vietnam to tell the Vietnamese that America is back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't think, you know, geopolitical, geopolitically, there's any type of traction at all for, for this administration. I think that it's, there's going to be a, a massive vacuum. There was already V, but I think it's just going to reach further uh, plateaus, further uh, advancements into people who are going to be either even trusting people who are going to be looking at the United States as any type of formidable uh, uh, alliance to bring forward for any type of, of geopolitical matters. I mean, it's it's fairly obvious that, you know, that this was a, a very a botched uh, effort. Um, I agree to a certain extent that, yeah, is going to get uh, difficult re- regardless. But I mean, I think the easiest point to make to get people to understand is that, You know why would you go be you know why would you go pulling troops out way before the timeline of you knew when when people are going to have to have to be evacuated people are going to have to come out and then to simply send troops right back I mean you you know it's it's that simple like why why would you do that why wouldn't you keep them there to the process was pretty much you know you know completed and then make the determination Um, and and now I think you said you said last week was was spot on where you feel that. It's going to escalate. It's going to get even worse in terms of you know how this is happening, and and it's going to get spun both ways for the media perspective in terms of how Biden's handling it, and then also uh, the military-industrial complex and their efforts to uh, paint the picture that ISIS
0: is back in, in command. They're, of course. they're going to be running Afghanistan and everything yeah. else. Baby. Right. And again, they, they play on the ignorance of the, American pop, uh, of the American population. Now, here's the funny thing, right? You have right now the Jan- the Secretary of the of Treasury, the se- Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, the football with clipped hair, right? She went ahead and authorized the fr- the freezing, the freezing, the freezing of funds of, of, to the tune of seven billion dollars that belongs to the Taliban, right? They froze those funds. All the while freezing those funds, they are asking the Taliban to do favors for them. I mean, this is insanity, okay? And then you have Lloyd Austin, the affirmative action hire over at the uh, uh, over at the Pentagon, right? Sackdaff over there, right? And you have Mark Milley, one of the most useless generals in American history, telling people that there's no way we have no capacity to go out and get people, right? They they said that, right? They have no capacity to go out and help people. This just in from Daniel Martinon, okay. Uh, He said, two nights ago, the French police escorted out of the embassy in the green zone of Kabul, the French, Afghan, and international families to whom France had offered shelter. The diplomatic and counselor team of the embassy has taken care of them, and they're at the airport, and they have been evacuated. So you have the French, and we all know the whole saying, running like a Frenchman from a gunshot, right? The French are going door to door, and they have – and the Taliban said that. They said, hey, look, you know, if you – we're not going to have – any imposition or any impediment for you to get your people out if you wanted to, or any impediment to the press, right? You can go out and do that, right? So the French are literally have these vans, they're taking like you know, Mercedes sprinter vans, and they're going door to door, going to the addresses where their citizens are, and they're taking them out. Why can't we do that? The French have done it. The British have done it. Hell, even the Indians have done it. Why can't we do that? D- this is <laughs> unless you know unless you're trying to create as much chaos. Unless you're purposely trying to create chaos, this is not something that is of a logistical nightmare that it cannot be fixed. Either two things. Either we're seeing gross incompetence on such a high scale. Or you're seeing the empire of chaos doing what it does best, which is creating chaos, fomenting conflict in order to create a pretext, a pretext for further intervention. Because now one of the things that they're just opposing right now is, hey, you know what, the uh, the August 31st deadline, yeah, I, I think we need to extend it. And the Taliban had retorted and said, listen, here's the deal. You, wanna, you need to be out by September the 11th. You got to be out of here. So there's a lot of moving pieces here, right? The French of the French and the British, the Indians, the Singaporeans. Hell, the British even took out a whole contingent of Gorkas that were that were stationed there, right? All of this has occurred, and they are able to do this. So, in other words, the logistics is there, right? The the uh, the, the, the 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 proof positive, the 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 beta test of how it's done the model of how to take out your uh, your your citizenry who's stuck behind enemy lines, the 10,000, 40,000, whatever that number is. We don't even know. But the modality is already there. The French have done it. The British have done it. The Indians have done it. Everybody's done it at this point. All the countries. There were 47 countries involved in this operation with NATO, okay, 47 countries total. So you're telling me the French, the British, the Germans, the Indians, the Canadians, the Belgians, the Dutch, the Spaniards, the Italians, everybody's able to get their people out. But we can't. Why is that? Are we that incompetent? We don't We don't lack. All of a sudden, we, we don't have any Humvees. We don't have any MRAPs. We don't have any transport trucks. We don't have any M35 transport truck lying around. I mean, it's ridiculous.
1: In fact, it is, V.
0: And and, and here's the worst part. The, it's easy to do. It's not difficult. So when the French were out there and they were picking up their citizenry, they weren't being shot at. They weren't being stopped. The French forces showed their, that they were French forces. They flew the French flag, the French insignia on the side of their cars. They were showing their their badges. The Taliban let them right through. They went into Kabul. They drove around the streets. They went into the side areas, and they picked up their citizen, and they flew them out. So has every single other country. But we can't do that. It's just it's too much. It's just, you know, we don't have the capability. It's not the lack of capability. It's either two things. It's, the la- it's either incompetence or they're purposely screwing you know, things up where they don't care if thousands of lives are either wrecked, killed, injured, or maimed. They don't care whose life they're they're risking, so long as the Empire, the deep state, could milk this this situation for the furtherance of their benefit. That's what it comes down to. There's only, the only two options that exist, Sage. That's why I see it. Yep, I concur, V. Completely agree. And I think uh, with that being said, folks, we're pretty much at the end of the show. Anything else you want to t- touch base on, stage? No, that's it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's
1: very interesting to continue to watch us un- unfold. Uh, and we will uh, be back uh, tomorrow. Keep it locked and loaded right here. And then also don't forget Roguenews.com. That needs to become the platform. So go there, bookmark that, and then also make sure you to scroll down and key in your email address so you can subscribe and we get articles and videos
0: uh, launched on Rogue News. Uh, you'll be alerted to that. Absolutely. And with that being said, folks, we're oh, we're at the end of the show. Make sure you subscribe, like, comment, share, and get over to RogueNews.com where you'll find this in its entirety. Uh, and with that being said, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll have our morning show in the morning. Then we have Matthew Errett tomorrow, I believe, at 2 p.m. So keep it locked and loaded right here. And with that being said, CJ, take it away.